kidding? That's why you live like this? <laughs> you don't want to be disappointed? Yeah, what if you're like, oh, I'm going to go make myself like a PB&J. Oh, my god. And then you don't have any J. Two, one. What? <laughs> I totally forgot how I introduced these. Wow, one podcast short and I completely forgot. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the currently untitled podcast. We apologize. We missed an episode on uh, Thursday of last week. Unfortunately, I wiped our memory card that had that episode on it, and that is 100% my fault. And I only discovered it about eight hours before the podcast was supposed to go live. So apologies, that is my fault. We're back. We're back in action, feeling great, feeling fine, divine. I don't... Are we? Yeah, it honestly <laughs> sounds like I'm still doing the mic check. Like, this doesn't <laughs> sound like I'm in podcast mode. What did you ask me as well as we were coming back inside the house? About twigs? You asked me something oh, about twigs. I, I was saying that I don't understand the concept of decorative twigs it's such it's so strange i don't know but of like, decorative twigs yeah people like like I need to filter myself here <laughs> <laughs> um like in fancier decorated homes people buy like um you know like like giant Vases yeah. Put, oh, like, white yes. Yeah. We've even had that. Now that I think about it, you're the see. You're twig people. <laughs> I'm still trying to process myself. Who you were trying to filter out for? I was gonna say, um, like you know, basic white people. Oh, okay. <laughs> and for the record, Jesse's as t- white as it gets. Yeah, and you might have taken offense to that because you're like, we're Italian. <laughs> oh, but you didn't know that I used to decorate No, like I that. didn't, but yeah. I'm glad that I didn't say oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would have been offended because Italians are olive. <laughs> that is the rule. Um, so we're still in quarantine, as everyone else is. And honestly, it's it's getting a little... It's getting a little tense. Not... Not super tense, but we had our first quarantine fight the other day. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, uh, and I've been apologizing for three and a half days. So, um, yeah. I don't even know if that counts as, like, a fight. Does it count as fighting when you're like, it was my fault? No, it was my <laughs> fault. No, um, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I guess it's not really a fight if we're both like, no, I'm in the wrong. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but quarantine's getting, getting the best of the best of us. So we're hopeful that this ends soon. Um, I, it'll be weird for me when this is over because presumably you'll go back to living in your home and that'll be weird (laughs) for me. (laughs) That'll be weird for me not waking up to you and going to bed with you. I know. It'll be weird having to go pick you up again. Yeah. I was thinking about that, too. That kind of sucks. Yeah. Like, obviously, there are things that I miss about home because that's what was normal That's a natural thing, yeah. Um, But I really do think it's going to be weird to go back to it after yeah. like, this much time. Do you think if we moved in together permanently, you would still 
like miss home as much as you do right now? Like if you and I got a place? Yeah. Um, no, because I think that with the planning that goes into that, you prepare more. Right. This was more of a sudden move. This was sudden and I wasn't expecting to have to choose to stay yeah. at one or the other. And at the time that you did choose, it the the choice wasn't being forced yet. Mm-hmm. You chose probably like a week before the world decided to end. Right. It was, yeah, it was before it was necessary. Right. So it, it might even be feeling more of that for you because you've been doing it for an extra week. And I've been stuck in the house for an extra week because of the when I had strep throat, but honestly the days just blur together anyway at this point that I don't even remember. It honestly feels like that was a lifetime ago. I know it feels like it's been a way longer than it has. Right. Like 2020 feels like it's been eight months. Yeah. I often forget that it's not August or September yet. Yeah. Like thinking back to before the quarantine started and everything before even people were like worried about right. the virus. It feels like I'm like, oh yeah, back then. Yeah, but that wasn't that long ago. Well, it's funny because I, I actually made fun of the people freaking out about it at first, and then at the time I was working for a place that like does a lot of business in China and whatnot. So I was like, oh, what if someone goes there and comes back? I, I was a little worried about bringing something home mm-hmm. because of that. Um, but then when you got strep in December, mm-hmm. that whole process, I was legitimately worried that you might have it. And then I got strep in March and I was like, oh, geez, like this is this is getting bad. But even then it was like a stay home for 14 days kind of thing. And now it's like stay home indefinitely. Yeah. And it feels like those were two separate and distinct times. That was like six weeks ago yeah. that that happened. Yeah, that's crazy. That's nuts. And I actually think that I was more scared then because... Than you are now. Yeah. <clears throat> only because there's there were no limitations. Like, I worry about essential workers and, like, my dad is one. So I was really worried when he wasn't one of the ones asked to stay home. But at the same time, there's so many limitations put on everyone mm-hmm. that he's not needing to interact with as many people. Yeah. Um, I, I really feel for the people in customer service and in grocery stores being essential workers and, and fast food chains or restaurants in general that still need to see people Mm -hmm. because they're the ones risking it as much as doctors, like it's and nurses and receptionists. I feel like that's an underappreciated role right now in hospitals. Um, but it's those people that I'm scared for, but you know, like the high school students working at Walmart to the like 60 plus people working at Walmart. Like that's a broad range of people. Yeah. And then the young people working at Walmart or restaurants and whatnot, if they're living with their parents, like that's, this is a weird time. Mm -hmm. I just am glad that limitations were set so that it's scary enough that not everyone is willing to like go to the grocery store. They'll have them delivered. Yeah. Um, I just genuinely don't understand why it's not just a mandatory delivery at this point. Waive the fee mm-hmm. and just allocate everyone to doing the delivery. Yeah, I, that would make more sense to me. Yeah. 
than risking it because even the grocery stores here the one I went to the other day to pick up a prescription for my mom it was like you were limited to one entrance and exit which seems like it's constricting traffic flow which seems worse than yeah right yeah like I can't understand why that would be That's acceptable and then uh they have tape on the ground every six feet kind of separating everyone apart from each other sorry about the ding that was my phone um and like the pharmacists and cashiers all are separated by a plexiglass um barrier so at least at least there's um some security for those people right but this is just insane yeah these are weird times this is not something that I think any of us um, thought we would ever live through. <laughs> yeah, I I think... Jeez, oh, I need to mute that because people are um, getting emotional. Um, I, uh, I think it's crazy that, like, our future children will one day be hearing about this, reading about this in textbooks. Yeah. This will be in the same textbook as 9-11, the 2008 recession, like everything, everything that we lived through, this will be a part of it. That's bizarre to me. Yeah, that's a very weird thought. Like kids learn, kids nowadays have been learning about SARS in history books and now this will also be taught. That's insane. Yeah. We, our generation specifically, have lived through so many historical events, it's kind of absurd. Like, now it's multiple recessions, mm -hmm. terrorist attacks galore, yeah. multiple outbreaks of stuff between SARS and swine flu and West Nile and now this. Yeah. This is nuts. Anyone who tells us our generation isn't tough is crazy. <laughs> we've been through, we've been through a lot. Fair. I'm really curious what the next generation of employees are going to be like. Yeah. Like imagine the kids that have dealt with all the strikes, all the, the delays in their education, including this one. And what's the, what have they learned? They're not learning discipline during this time. No, but you would hope if this doesn't go on for too much longer, that everything will get back to normal quickly. Yeah, but think about the kids, like, I don't know what years the first few um, strikes really took place in, like, our generation, but I'm pretty sure we had teacher strikes. Um, just be careful shaking the, the bed, because no problem. Um, like, we had teacher strikes when we had already graduated, but those kids that were young enough to have a couple strikes and then also being in university when there's a strike or university when there's a quarantine. Like, I don't know if they've had enough time living in discipline to really know what it's like to do, have to deal with deadlines and task completion. You know what I mean? Right. It'll be weird. Mm -hmm. I feel bad for the kids graduating this year. Yeah. Because if they were looking forward to those experiences, they're not going to get them. No. I just wouldn't have cared. Yeah. I wouldn't have either, but I guess... We're both introverted people, so it's different. Yeah. Um. What's the time at? Oh, okay. 
Um, so I do have a couple tasks or topics written down. Um, let me just scroll through. Oh, okay. Speaking of the like pandemic or like crazy times, do you remember when 2012 was like a looming date and people were freaking out about it? Some people. Yeah, some. Not as many as this, obviously, but there were people freaking out. Right. Um, I, I never really, like, paid attention to that, if I, I'm being honest. I didn't get it, because it, it really didn't make sense to me, but um, my mom was a little worried for a bit, so that, at 18, kind of trickled down to me. So I thought, okay, I need to have all of my ducks in a row and I need to be able to have access to, to cash and whatnot. What were people expecting? Um, I think it was just a mix. Like some people were expecting like, uh, natural disasters. Some people were expecting like, uh, like some sort of attacks. I don't really know. What was your mom worried about? Uh, I don't think, I think she was more worried about people. Like if... Let's say there was a storm or something that night. I think she was afraid people would get a little too reckless. Uh, She wasn't necessarily worried about, like, the world ending. She was more worried about what would society be like if anything happened. So that kind of trickled down to me. And I was like, oh, I need need access to... to, Whoops, sorry, guys. Um, I need access to money in case, you know, of an emergency. So I went to the bank... And there was, at the time, there was a girl working there that I had a bit of a crush on. And um, I was like, oh, um, she definitely is going to think I'm weird because I just withdrew my entire bank account in $5 bills. Because my logic was, oh, if it's too big of a bill, then it's, like, noticeable that I've got cash. You know what I mean? So I broke it down into $5 bills and... At the time, I was 18, so I didn't have a lot of money in there. But, uh, yeah. the That's Q- so weird. Q- the bank probably thought I was nuts. Probably. I remember when you first told me about that. Yeah. I had a dream that I had to pay for something huge <laughs> a couple days later. Did you really? I told you about this. I don't remember. Yeah, so we had talked about it a few days prior, and then I had a dream that I was buying something really big in cash, and I can't remember what it was, but... I opened my wallet and all I had was fives. And I was like, why why are so many fives? That is awesome. Well, (laughs) you know, I wanted to be prepared. I think I worried that one day you would do that with our money. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe. You know, it doesn't hurt to have some cash under the mattress. In fives. In fives, exactly. (laughs) Um, Because we've been, like, stuck inside, we've also been watching a lot of movies. And I decided to show Jesse one of my favorite childhood movies, Robin, Robin Williams' movie, uh, Jack, starring him, Jennifer Lopez, um, the mom from Superman, like Man of Steel. And uh, what we noticed while watching this movie is that this like 10-year-old's dad is really a porn director or like porn photographer and it's just subtly alluded to during the whole movie like like jack's mom will call him while he's on set and he's 
surrounded by scantily clad women and like one random object. I think one was like a giant banana or something. It is such a, a no. I think there was like a dinosaur one too. I don't remember. I we were a little inebriated when we watched yeah. it, so maybe we imagined the whole thing. <laughs> I remember being very surprised. By the porn thing, right? Yeah. yeah. It was just the most subtle thing in this family movie, which is why I probably never noticed that his dad directs porn. Because <laughs> I grew up watching that movie. Like, fucking Dis- not Disney Channel, Family Channel would play that thing. Yeah, that's surprising. But mind you, there was another movie we watched recently that we were like, this, this is too dark, and yet Family Channel would air it. I'm, I can't remember I'm blank. You remember it too, right? Yeah. Ah, jeez. Who did it star? We've been watching so many movies lately that everything's kind of blending together. Yeah, like, actually. I'm forgetting what we've watched. And for some reason, I'm still like, oh, we shouldn't watch a movie too late because I got to wake up in the morning. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, I don't. Also, I'm not going to wake up because for some reason, I have the hardest time waking up at a regular time now. <laughs> Quarantine's just completely fucking me. Honestly, though, I feel like what's happened is that you were on so little sleep for so yeah. fucking long that once your body realized it was able to sleep more than, like, five hours a mm-hmm. night, it was like, holy shit, this is what I've been waiting for, and now you're, like, catching up on all your sleep. Yeah, yeah that's true. There, there was one day on the weekend I slept until noon. Didn't I? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I honestly don't remember the last time I had a hard time waking up before 9. Now I'm struggling to get out of bed before 10. I can't remember a time where I didn't struggle to wake up before <laughs> 9. Well, I my last job was so close to me that I was able to to wake up at, at quarter to 9 and still get to work on time. Right. But now it's like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't need to wake up. But yeah, you're right. I was on like four or five hours of sleep. Yeah. Yeah. That was just a hard job to like settle down after. Yeah, I know. I had no clue how you were still functioning. (laughs) Yeah, I really wasn't. I was doing like 80 to 90 hour weeks, some weeks all on like four or five hours of sleep and then not take like a day off in that too. Yeah. That was insane. I do feel a lot more well-rested. That's good. My brain functions a lot better. That's good. I had kind of hoped that I would lose a bunch of weight after because I was eating there, like, eating crazy foods every day at work that, like, I kind of thought the weight would just fall off, but we eat like shit. Yeah, we've been eating horribly, and I need to get a handle on that. It's funny because not only do I not normally eat like this, but I don't normally eat like this this often or eat this often at all until you started saying, okay, well, if you don't eat now, your acid reflux is going to be bad. But I never really paid attention to it. Mm. Um, but that's why it always ended up being bad. Yeah, like because you in were... the hospital because my mom thought I was having a heart attack bad. <laughs> like, I try to help. Yeah. No, it's good. I'm not saying it's it's a negative, but we've been but, eating like shit yeah, three times a day. Yeah. If we're eating better things, then eating more often is good. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I, I just have no 
desire to make food. I don't mind <laughs> making the food, but I need like an idea and you're no help with that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's also different because it's not my house and I don't know what you do and don't have. Fair. Yeah, but some suggestions would be nice. You'll be like, I'm hungry. Let's go up and get something to eat. We get upstairs. What do you feel like? I don't know. What do you want? Well, I'm not going to lie to you at home. I generally would. That's how I found food. I wouldn't plan it. Uh, oh. Before I went upstairs. Huh. Just go look for something. Interesting. Um, Because then what happens if you plan it and then you get down there and you're missing something? <laughs> and you're all disappointed? Are yeah. you kidding? That's why you live like this? <laughs> you don't want to be disappointed? Yeah. What if you're like, oh, I'm going to go make myself like a PB&J. Oh, my god. And then you don't have any J. I do kind of understand though, because I've had those moments where I'm like, when it was a fucking bologna sandwich, we're out of mustard. (laughs) Cause you don't have bologna sandwiches without mustard. No, that's not right. Yeah. Do you remember you even got into those for a little bit? I ate a few, yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, that's oh, that's so good. I would remember how excited I got when I bought bologna for the first time in years. Yeah, it was kind of weird. <laughs> oh, man. I grew up on bologna and mustard sandwiches, and then I just haven't had it in so long. I never ate bologna as a kid, really. Or if you take bologna and a bit of, I called it slap cheese, the American cheese. Oh, I hate that stuff. If you take a piece of bologna and a piece of the slap cheese and roll them together, ooh, ooh. That sounds good awful. Shit. No, it's that good shit. That doesn't even sound remotely good. what do you mean like a five-star restaurant would charge eighty dollars for a plate of that that cheese tastes like actual plastic yeah because it's like three ingredients away from being a garbage bag yeah exactly (laughs) and it's it feels like that's what i mean (laughs) i don't know i don't understand people who make grilled cheeses with that Mm. because that's not even a lot of cheese and it heat that cheese up it doesn't melt like normal cheese it literally turns into boiling lava yeah which is kind of what you want with nachos yes more so because when you bite into a grilled cheese and it just sears your entire (laughs) mouth and then sprays out the back of the But what's funny is on all of the the Kraft Singles commercials, it was kids eating grilled cheeses. Why would you ever eat a grilled cheese with such a sad slice of cheese? It's <laughs> paper put, thin. I was going to say, yeah, you'd have to put like at least four. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with how we make grilled cheeses, they're like stacked. <laughs> we, we have to wait so long for the cheese to yeah. melt because it's so thick. Ooh, she thick. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. Pr- it's mostly me though. I suck at cutting thin slices. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not wrong. No. Well, are you talking about the salami I brought down the other day? <laughs> no, I'm just talking in general. But the other day, I was a wee bit inebriated, and um, I was like, I'm gonna go upstairs and get a snack, and I come back down with slices of salami. And cut like brick thick because I didn't. <laughs> I wanted a lot, but I didn't feel like cutting a yeah, lot. It really wasn't slices of salami. You came down with chunks of salami. <laughs> I just. I knew I wanted a lot, but I knew I didn't want to cut a lot because <laughs> I was way too not sober for that moment. <laughs> so I cut m- multiple chunks, and that way we only needed two mm-hmm. each. But that made my acid reflux flare up so bad, I legitimately thought I was having anaphylactic shock. Yeah, that was not 
good turnout. No, I was legitimately scared. I'm upstairs taking... Oh, I didn't realize my phone was vibrating. Um, I was upstairs taking uh, freaking... What's it called? Uh, baking soda and water and antihistamines because I'm like, oh, something's got to work. It's either I'm dying of an allergy you or... You scared me because you told me you were scared and I was like, well, that's never a good sign. No. But... Especially when it's like when my eye was messed up and when my chest was messed up yeah. the whole time I was making fun of it. Yeah. So for me to get scared, it means I'm legitimately scared. Um, yeah, like I, I don't usually overreact with, um, medical stuff. Only no, because you don't I was react a... at all. Like you worry me that you're not worried sometimes. <laughs> Like, it legitimately stresses me. That's why when you had strep throat, I was so frustrated with you because you're like, ah, ah, I've, I've got a really bad strep throat, <laughs> like upper respiratory infection in the middle of like a, a pre-pandemic, but I'm not concerned. <laughs> well, I don't know. I figure why freak out before there's something to freak out about. Fair. Um, because like, you know... I don't need the anxiety. <laughs> you already have enough of it on your own. I have enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> and like, it's just a waste of time to worry before you even know what's going on. Because then like, what the, what are you going to do about it? True. All right, guys. I think that's it for today's podcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify, please make sure you rate and review us. If you happen to be watching this on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe. Make sure to follow us on all social media. I'm at Michael Comperoni or Mike Comperoni on pretty much everything. Jesse is Jessica. Is it, no, it's Jesse Naylor. Yeah. Um, and at Jerubli on TikTok. Follow her because she <laughs> doesn't don't... post anything, and that'd be really funny <laughs> if she got like a thousand followers without posting anything. Imagine. <laughs> Honestly, because you're a girl, you'd probably be better on TikTok than me because like teenage boys just follow everything yeah but i don't think i would uh be posting the stuff that they'd be interested in uh fair i would hope not <laughs> anyway thank you so much for listening we will see you in the next episode peace 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 <laughs>